Lover or hater, it can't be argued that Taylor Swift is an artist who leaves an impression on listeners and pop culture alike. As far as the GLG is concerned, the fun of connecting pedagogy to pop culture and listening to some good tunes in the process never will go out of style. So put on your favorite cardigan, even if you have to crank up the AC first, and join us for a game we know all too well on the Pop Culture Playground. All right, everybody. Hello, hello, and happy summer. Welcome to one of three summertime special episodes we have put together for you here at GLG. And we're mixing things up. I'm starting the pop culture playground episodes this summer. I know it's totally crazy, along with our topic for today, (laughs) which is totally crazy, being that I am kicking things off. So, so excited to be back with our crew for this limited number of episodes. Um, First one being centered around Taylor Swift. And as you know, if you've listened to any of our summer or winter pop culture episodes, again, when we do Pop Culture Playground or Pop Culture Winter Wonderland, we like to play a game that we have lovingly entitled Six Degrees of Education, during which we list six different items of interest, or in this case, songs, and we try to connect them to our world of education, innovation, and learning. And as you all, if you've been here before, would remember we've got a 20-minute norm that we set for ourselves to make this a shorter but sweeter episode, but we never make it, do we, fam? We usually always go over. I (laughs) know there might have been once out of ever that we've ever been able to make it in time, but we're still going to try. It's like the Eras Tour. We don't want to leave anything out. (laughs) But shouldn't we... But shouldn't we? (laughs) So that's what we're going to do. We're going to aim for 20 minutes. We're probably going to fail at it. But at least it's good to have goals, right? As you know. So, and and what else? What are we we dealing with this evening? You know, recording, we are just going to record through it all. And what do we got? Uh, We got a few thunderstorms going on. I also have (laughs) loud pets as usual. So we'll see how this goes. When when it's time to record, we record. (laughs) That's right. That's right. So our honorary topic today, as we mentioned, is the one and only Taylor Swift. First came on to the recording scene in 2006. And for anyone who knows me, this artist is not one that I am typically aligning myself (laughs) with. I was lovingly teased by several of my students when I taught high school. They would sing Taylor Swift songs to my distress and pain. But we have focused a lot of the picks for this evening on some of her newer music. But interesting fact, did a little bit of research, that the Eras Tour, which is like the not-miss concert extravaganza for the last you know, nine months, has actually, according to the Federal Reserve, contributed about $9 billion to the economy. If you think about ticket prices, apparel, travel, all of that, like she is like the fourth largest contributor (laughs) in the last few months. (laughs) So she's doing... Good and there's, things. there's something to be said about pop culture. And if we're going to just, we can't leave her out. <laughs> you just can't. No, no. She so is an icon. Part of this. Six degrees. Uh, in terms of innovation, versatility, what she's done for women in music. So here we go. 
And I'm just going to own it. I'm a Swifty. Deal with it. Fight me. Let's I go. like her stuff. <laughs> I like her stuff too. You know, Casey, Casey yeah. she's powering through. But This is going to make an interesting episode with a little contention, though. They always are. Exactly. You'll notice most of the catalog on our list is newer stuff. So. <laughs> Fair. All right, but speaking of that, let's actually do the exact opposite of what you had just said and begin with the song 15, which I believe was on her first album. When it she was, was 15. This <laughs> is the only one I will allow from the early albums. All right. The white, yeah, anyway. Little Baby Taylor. Um, little Baby Taylor. To me, as I listen to 15, very painfully, <laughs> is it reminds me of that first day of school and that first day of teaching. You are walking in with that excitement about what is it going to look like? And I don't know about your all first day or first week of teaching, but there was so much fear and so much anxiety and failure <laughs> that I can't help but see echoes of that in this particular song. So that's the first thing I thought of. Yeah, I'm kind of right there with you, Casey. I think we have a very similar connection. Mine was just rookie teachers in general. I'm thinking mm-hmm. of the lines, wish you could go back and tell yourself what you know now. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and I'm excited. I think we're going to dig in later in season four on rookie teachers and their needs. And yeah their needs for mentorship. So I'm excited to talk about this some more. But all in all, there's so much that you learn and you develop as you stay in education that new teachers don't know. So substitute out little baby Taylor with little baby teachers. <laughs> like they yep. will learn. They will get that that experience in there too and grow, but they're not there yet. They're just little yep, babies. And they can so. evolve into something pretty damn cool over time. And I can say that she's definitely reinvented herself from country to now where she's at too, right? Yeah, oh, for sure. So similar, Emily, to what you said about little baby Taylor, but I'm thinking still teeny boppers and and oh. being, being a former high school teacher myself. And when you think of even just these lyrics were written when she was 15 and where her priorities and her attention mm-hmm. lie, especially on the first day of school, Casey, as you mentioned. And as teachers, mm-hmm. especially those of adolescent learners, where is their attention at? Like really think about, like look at these lyrics as yeah. where she's meeting her best friend and the love of her life that she thinks is the love <laughs> of her life. And these are all normal. The birds and the bees have been going on since the beginning of time. No doubt, but as teachers, we really do need to embrace where their attention is and think about how do we actually get them ready and engaged for learning, which is no easy task. But it's just something that we always want to keep in mind and we can't ignore because it's very much a motivation for that age group. All right. So now let's pick your things up a little bit uh, and let's go into a much more recent offering, Out of the Woods. So I'll go ahead and start this one off too. This particular song, there's a lot of repetition and the lyrics, I think that's stick out to me the most are the rest of the world is black and white. We were built to fall apart. And we see in color, we were built to fall apart. I feel like that's reflective of the moment in time we are at right now with everybody has an opinion about what the classroom should look like and sound like. Our systems are like I was just talking to somebody today. They start school in nine days and they still don't have a dual language or a bilingual, excuse me, a bilingual teacher to support kids that they already have enrolled in their classes. And it just feels like we have to change the way Way we do things or make this profession more desirable to get people to stick it out. So we're not 
out of the woods yet when it comes to what this overarching system of education is currently going I'll jump through. in right here because Casey, I can't believe out of well, you did say there's a lot of repetition in this song, but I picked out the exact same lyric. So yeah. I have written down the same one, just the black and white, but we're screaming in color. <laughs> wow. But where yeah. my connection, where my head went was with tech integration and really where we want to go with oh. with things. And sometimes mm. we want to cling to that black and white, but there's some people that are screaming in color, like what is the world asking for now? And what are the types of competencies that our oh, students really yeah. need to have? And so there's educators out there that are screaming in color, like, hey, we need this, but education is so slow moving and oftentimes very traditional. And how do we help mm-hmm. move a large traditional system in a specific direction? So I often feel like I'm screaming in color to people that are sometimes in black and white and whether that's people or a system in general, but that's where my head went, but similar lyric. Love that. That is awesome. And I'm going to come from left field, which tend to I- do and want to do sometimes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um, I read something completely different in that repetition. And I was thinking about temperature checks and how important mm. it is to constantly, not constantly, but frequently check temperature because are we out of yeah. the woods yet? Are we out of the woods yet? Are we out of the woods? Are we in the clear yet? And then good. Like, okay, I checked on that. Now we can move on. And like both of those little vignettes that she shares, whereas like when the sun came up, I was looking at you. When the sun came up, you were looking at me. You need to keep your eyes open and you need to be willing to, as an educator, whether you're coaching teachers or working with students, to constantly be taking the temperature of how things are going, how receptive people are. And are we in the clear and out of the woods sounds so menacing and threatening, whereas when I'm just thinking of temperature checks, this is just something that you you get in the habit of doing. And even if it is repetitive, you just need to keep keep with it, even if things aren't great, so that you can adjust, change, figure out a way to, to keep looking at each other and to keep moving forward, which it seems like there's a desire to do in this. So that was what I got. Dang, dude, th- does this count as three separate connections, even though Casey and I had similar lyrics? Yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. <laughs> totally. The best. All right, let's see if we can keep the hits coming with, speaking of hits coming, (laughs) (laughs) well, Emily, as you were talking about your connection, I mean, this past summer, we've been really, really busy with some consulting work. And one of the things that we talked about during this is like the democratic coaching leadership style where you're constantly trying to get buy-in and doing Mm check-ins. Well, when I think about the song Bad Blood, I'm actually tying that back to both what we've talked about with the directive and pace setting styles of leadership, right? Where we are, if we do not employ some of those other leadership styles like visionary, like coaching, like democratic, and we only work on drilling towards whatever we determine is the ultimate objective, and it doesn't matter what bodies we leave in the wake, these things will catch up with us, like Swift says in the song. So that to me is the connection I have with bad blood, is that leadership style. So mine wasn't as wrapped up in the idea of leadership and mine's a little bit cheaty. So you're just going to have to deal with it here because I don't only think of this song. This is a song where when I think about it, I think about the music video. And if you've never seen the music video for the song Bad Blood before, I'll just give you a quick rundown. (laughs) Not going to try to get over 20 minutes, but I probably will contribute to the badness (laughs) of that. That video basically plays like an action movie where Mm -hmm. Taylor's gathering like a girl squad to like go to battle with her against Selena Gomez, who's like her bestie bestie. It's all tongue in cheek. But basically 
basically what I'm thinking of there is how important when there's struggle or when there's conflict it is to be forming bonds with other people, to have people that Mm -hmm. you are bonded with, that you can count on, that will be in your corner, that will have your back when things are tough. Almost the term trauma bonding in a manner of speaking. Mm -hmm. Like something traumatic and difficult has clearly happened between the speaker in the song and whoever they're addressing. But the video really, instead of making it just this ongoing bravado talk, instead turns it into like, Here's my girl squad. I'm getting my I'm getting my group together. We're going to regroup and we're going to figure out a way to fight this. And I think that that's something mm-hmm. that you see a lot of educators, coaches, leaders doing, especially when things have been rough these last couple of years, which for sure you mentioned in your first connection yeah. or your second connection, Casey. But, you know, I'm thinking how important it is to build up, find your people and, and keep mm-hmm. fighting, fight together. Or find the resources, yeah. too, to yeah. help you do that. Right. Whether that's data, whether that's testimonials, stakeholder feedback. No, I love that. Yeah. And as you're talking, Emily, I just think back to it's so very similar to a lot of connection we made in our Lizzo episode because Lizzo has a lot of songs and lyrics Mm. that are very similar to the types of things you're talking about here in the song with bad blood. We we made jokes prior to even hitting record on this is just like how on the nose do we want to be and so we're challenging ourselves to even go like just outside the obvious and so for mine I was thinking of the the line in there where it's no I don't fear no more and there's some confidence earned over the course of this song and all of the the work and the trials that you have. And I think that there is in any profession when you think about just what you've been through. Again, Emily, to your point with with and without your people, but there's there's confidence that comes with time and being seasoned and you earn that over time. And so the trials are what bring depth and importance to the work that you do. And oftentimes we want to rush through the trials and we don't want to feel the hardship that comes with a lot of the work that we do, whether that's an education or just living life. But over time, it's what really makes us the people that we are. And so there is something on coming out the other side of things. And that's what she really gets that in this song. Mm-hmm. Well, well put. And honestly, I would say a metaphor for Casey yeah. Veach's relationship with Taylor Swift. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of our maturation over time, we actually ended our last season singing this song, Casey, you and I. Yeah. So let's just rock mm-hmm. into Antihero here. What are some of the connections we've got? Mind. The first thing I thought of was actually imposter Ooh, syndrome. Throwback. So if you recall, throwback to season one of, of GLG. But a couple of lyrics that stood out to me, left to my own devices, I end up in crisis. The other one that stands out is, I'm trying, I want to get it exact. I have this. Sometimes I feel like everybody is a sexy baby and I'm a monster <laughs> on the hill. <laughs> Too big to hang out, slowly lurching towards your favorite city. And this fall, I'm actually going to be starting a new role as a, an instructional coach in a building. And I kind of am going to feel like that monster on the hill. And everybody else is a sexy baby. And I'm like, can I go? <laughs> and so... Like to me, it's just that believing in your skills, not letting those internal demons, that inner saboteur come out and trusting that, hey, 
it might not be you that's the problem. So kind of flipping the script on it a little that's bit. That's great. How could we not, we always do, we bring it in here somehow, some way with social emotional learning. How could I not think of self-awareness? Mm-hmm. Like this is the song for self-awareness, yeah. right? And that is one of the key yeah. ingredients to unlocking the potential of yourself, whether that's in your students or as teachers, is being self-aware. There's so much that needs mm-hmm. to go into that and it takes practice and there's a lot of ties that I could even get into with metacognitive thinking and reflection. There's so much there. We've got episodes on that from the past as well. But that's where my head went when it came to Antihero and we're the problem. Hi, it's us. (laughs) Me. (laughs) Very close tie here, Jenny. Very close tie. Not exactly the same, but I was honestly thinking about emotional resilience coaching and the importance Mm -hmm. of reflection in any coaching cycle, but particularly when you are working through someone in emotional resilience. I think about how, like you said, self-aware Taylor has to be in that song. And I just think about, again, kind of what it would be like to be sitting on the other other side of the table with somebody who's being that real and vulnerable Mm -hmm. about what their flaws Mm -hmm. and struggles are in what they do in their practice as well as in their life. And you'll notice like it's so hard for her self-concept, her self-esteem and her, her feelings about the world to not leach into her music. And she owns it here. And I think that that's really important to think about what that entails and how personal teaching is to everybody. And that's why it's so important to reflect. That's why it's so important to have self-awareness. And that's why it's so important to have a good partner in your in your coach as well, I would say, is to try to make sure that when things get vulnerable and when reflection is needed, that you've got someone to work through it with. And uh, she seems like she could benefit from one, doesn't she? <laughs> yeah. Well, what I'm finding so interesting, I'm actually going to segue to our next song, which is You Need to Calm Down. I see that one as more of the emotional resilience coaching. Like, so the importance of self-management, self-regulation of like, your body is humming. You're you're being too loud. (laughs) You need to calm down. When you feel like you're in a moment where you can't handle something, kids are being chaotic in front of you. You've got all of these assessments that are piling up. Like, just take that breath. Engage in that self-reflection and management. Nice. I don't know. Should I go next? Mine is less than beautiful and tied up nicely in a bow. Go ahead. ahead. I'll bring it home. (laughs) But it's super transparent and honest. Okay, so... I am thinking about, especially in the role that I I do as working at a district level as a teacher on special assignment, there's a lot of times that we're creating content for the masses as far as across the K-12 system, Mm -hmm. many different buildings and different needs and different feedback (laughs) and all of it is like coming at you. So I'm thinking of like the day after an institute day when we're looking at the survey results of like how how it went and what people are saying about how the learning (laughs) was. And you really have to have like thick skin. You really need to because mm-hmm. for every 10 positive pieces of feedback you're going to hear the one that was like they didn't like this that or the other thing and when she's talking about you know you're taking shots at me like patron like you feel like like you really feel like that and have to realize that that feedback is super important for helping you grow and to not take it personally and oftentimes like when the person behind the mm-hmm. scenes there's not a face to it and we see this a lot nowadays with social media anyway yeah. when there's not a face to it it's really easy to be quote unquote honest but sometimes that honesty can tend or lean or bend towards not being super nice and that could be hard too so that's where my head went was just like you just need to calm down and you just need to like all all y'all we're trying to do our best work and uh yeah so that's where i went 
So I, I can't remember who said this quote to me, but this what pops up when I think about you need to calm down is somebody was talking about just the, I guess, the overall zeitgeist and how tough it is to be an educator right now, like Casey had kind of mm-hmm. explored earlier, yeah. just that the loudest voices aren't usually the majority. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, <laughs> that sometimes the people who are, quote unquote, being too loud are not necessarily representative of the majority of stakeholders in our systems. And I think that there's a little bit of a sense in there where we need to remember that messaging comes from all over the place. Like you said, Jenny, feedback comes from all over the place. But I think we need to be particular about which feedback we're taking and how growth-oriented that that feedback is. If it's just anger and screaming and disapproval, that doesn't help anyone grow. I think when feedback is constructive right. or solution-oriented from any stakeholder, mm-hmm. that's valuable. And that helps systems grow, that helps people grow, and that helps educators and kids grow. But I do think that when there's so much messaging and so much crosswind and it gets louder and more heated, I think it's really easy to lose the forest for the trees, you know? So that's kind of what right. I think of with that. And that's the difference between judgment and yeah. feedback. Feedback is thought-provoking, whereas we're hearing a lot of judgment Mm -hmm. instead of like, what would it look like if? How might this be different if? You know, those pieces are feedback when you're providing either the stimulus for questions and inquiry or according to the success criteria. We know kids need this in order to be successful. What does that currently look yep. like? Right so. on. All right. We're, we're doing it here. We are on our last connection here. This one is a favorite of my kiddos. So the last connection that we're going to bring out is Shake It Off. Can I go first for this one? Yeah. So, because it just segues so nicely from what we just talked about. And Casey reordered these songs before we actually, after I had already like thought through what my connections would be. But this goes so well with what we were just talking about because Shake It Off makes me think of that feedback that you're talking about, Casey. And the kind of feedback Mm -hmm. that you're getting is what's necessary to help you grow. And what I love about this song is like there's the part in the lyric that says like, and that's not, what is it again? Uh, What they don't see. There's things that people don't see. And so Mm -hmm. that even goes and ties into some of the connections. Emily, you were talking about with coaching as well. There's a a coach walking alongside you is going to be behind the scenes and seeing a lot of the work that's done that can give you the feedback that you need to help you grow because there's so much that we do that people don't see. The unseen is often where in the shadows we are doing our, our deepest learning and growth. And when you bring somebody along for the ride, that's great. And so a coach can provide that kind of critical and positive and forward momentum type feedback that you're describing, Casey. And so that's kind of where I went with Shake It Mm -hmm. Off. And in a similar avenue, Jenny, I see Shake It Off as being, yes, an anthem for everyone, but I truly believe it is a principles or an advice or an AP (laughs) anthem. Like they never miss a beat. They're lightning on their feet and they have to, when that parent is giving them the earful about the way something disciplinarily went down or books to take off the shelves and they just shake it off. You got to just shake that S-H-I-T off. It was awesome. So that's what I thought of too. Just zooming out and coming back around to the idea of resilience. I brought it up before. I'm going to say it again. This whole Mm -hmm. song is about being resilient. This is a song intended to build resilience in self, in others. And like you said, it is a song in a way for everyone. We want everybody to be able to shake off the haters, find positivity, keep going, kind of dance through it. So it's not a deep connection, but Mm -hmm. I think it's a strong connection because that's just the lifeblood of that entire song. Mm -hmm. 
All right. Woo. We did it. Only five minutes and 30 seconds oh. over. And that includes our intro. We have not played all. a game yet. So we're just going to blow it right out no, of the water. We never count the game. <laughs> all right. Well, at least this game might go quickly. It's it's a little bit on the simple side. So a quick explanation of the game. This is a game that developed in my own little brain here. And that is Breakup Line or Taylor Swift Lyric. Uh, so I'm going to read a line to the two of you that is either a Taylor Swift song lyric or a breakup line from a movie. Just to even give you a little hint, let's say I, I stuck to the rom-com genre in general, mm. so that should help. But I'm going to read whatever line it is, just like it's a line from a movie, whether it is or not. And then I'm going to ask you guys to guess. And if you can tell me what it's actually from, song or movie, bonus points. Are we buzzing in? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> What do you think? Do, do, do we buzz in or do we just, just ask you both? I'd say okay. let's buzz okay. in. Buzzing in. Yeah. All right. So the first line that I would like you to try to guess if it's a Taylor Swift lyric or a breakup line from film is, well, I thought you might be different from the rest. I guess you're all the same. Boop, boop, boop. That's from a movie. Do I have to say what movie it's from? You don't have to say that. Casey, do you want to try to take a guess or no? <laughs> I think it's from a Taylor Swift Ooh, song. Contention, my favorite. So are we ready for the big reveal here? Yeah. That is yes. from Taylor Swift's song, Mr. Perfectly Fine. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, Joe Jonas. Um, but yeah, there you go. All right. So Casey gets one point here and on we All go. All right. I'm keeping All right. score. You, it won't be hard, Casey. You'll have the points and I won't. <laughs> I'm shocked. I don't even know that song. Exactly. Off the top of my head. It just didn't I sound. I may or may not have yeah. gone early just to mess with Casey. <laughs> <laughs> Evil games mm. are. All right. Next line. I will not be your consolation prize. Goodbye. Beep, 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 beep. That's a movie. I'm just going to throw it out there, Bridget Jones. Okay. What are your thoughts, Jenny? I have no clue. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. All right. Not going to try to steal. No. All right. You're right. It's from a movie. You're wrong about which movie. That is the kiss off line in When Harry Met Sally. But you are correct. Oh. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. All right. So the next one is I just woke up and I knew what I was never sure of with you. Boop, boop, boop. It rhymes too much. Yeah. It's got to be Taylor Swift. Yeah. Both of you say Taylor Swift song. And both oh, yeah. of you are yeah. wrong what? because that <gasps> is from 500 Days of Summer. Oh, that's how she breaks up with him. Yeah, crazy. All right. Oh, that was a yeah, sneaky, Good sneaky. Job, they are not going to be easy. Y'all. I'm not going to yeah. hand it to you. All right. So uh, where are we at point wise, Casey, since I know you're keeping score and I'm just saying quotes. I have two and Jenny has oh, sorry, zero. Jenny. All right. So far. we'll just torture you yeah. for a few more quotes. <laughs> and we'll be on with it. All right. yeah. So the next one is maybe it's your sick need to give love and take it away. Boop, boop, boop. I'm just going to throw out Twilight. <laughs> I don't know. Because <laughs> Casey loves that movie series. Two of Casey's most hated things in one episode. I don't know. Maybe I'm going to say it's Taylor Swift just because to be contentious. Okay. That's another point for Casey. I feel like the universe hates me. I'm okay. good at this. Uh-huh. I think you like her more than you think you do. <laughs> I guess. All right. Last one. Last one. I don't know how to be something you miss. Beep, 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 yes, beep. Ma'am. Taylor Swift lyric. Jenny? By your face, I'm just going to go with movies. So maybe I have a chance of getting a point. 
no. Oh, no. Don't look at my face. That's a song. <laughs> it is from Last Kiss by Taylor Swift. So on that note, oh, Casey has swept the board on this one. So Shocking. Shocking. <laughs> That said, it's not trivia, and it's an area of non-interest as far as Casey is concerned, so we might have a closet Swifty on our hands. Who knows? It's not even non-interest. It's utter loathing, hatred loathing. for early And catalog. yet, and yet. She was my nemesis. Right. <laughs> a 15-year-old girl as an adult woman's nemesis. <laughs> Super psychologically healthy. Sorry. Yep. All right. Yeah. And on that lovely note, then, we will thank our listeners for joining us for another Pop Culture Playground episode. And we look forward to bringing you a couple more before the start of the school year. Bye. And that's a wrap. It's so good to be behind the mics talking to you all. Thanks for choosing to come around to engage with our guild's content as we passionately continue to advocate for adult learners with transparent conversations about the world of education impactful leadership, and the power of high-functioning teams. If you'd like to connect, the power of the PLN continues as always, and you can find us on our website, thegroundedlearnersguild.com, and on Twitter, at GroundedLGuild, at CVeacher, at TechCoachM, and at Jenny Labrie, using the hashtag GLGPodChat. Do you even realize your feedback is everything? Feedback is a powerful tool that allows us to be responsive to the topics that matter to you most. If you haven't yet already or are finding us for the first time, how about leaving us a review as well as subscribing? You can find us wherever you stream. Thanks as always for tuning in to be a part of the Grounded Learners Guild. That's it for us, Casey, Emily, and me, Jenny, in today's episode. See you at the next Guild meeting. And don't forget, in the meantime, do your best to stay grounded.